Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Well, hello, hello, hello. You have Thomas and Majana, and so glad you could join us. Hello. (laughs) We thought we might talk about what it looks like or what it might look like when someone you love shows up to visit. Because what we found out is some people often have very clear expectations as to what that ought to look like. And that is not always the case, right? <laughs> or no expectation, and then it just surprises the drivers out of you. <laughs> that can happen too. <laughs> That's right. So just just be open. Um, one. So there are a couple of observations that I've had. It's, you know, when you're, our souls are just energy, right? So when you're on the other side, when you don't have your body, for some reason, it's very easy to manipulate electricity or electrical things. And that's kind of cool. It can be cool for them and also for you because that is a, um, seems to be a pretty easy way for them to let you know you're around. Energy. It is energy, pure energy. Have you had somebody do that? No. No. I never have. I haven't had these experiences. See, I'm probably like a lot of people listening that just can't in a way relate to the openness that you and so many others have because we haven't experienced it. So that's why it's really great that you're giving us this perspective because I would think, just understanding how things work, that with more knowledge, which almost is like a an intangible experience for us that we can open up to it more yes and you know i i do believe that that everybody can because we all are based in energy and we have energetic connections with those people that we love so i thought i might share with you a little story about something that happened in my family my younger brother todd was 24 years old when he was killed in a military accident. And obviously, um, family had a hard time with that, right? So years, fast forward to years later, and my dad and I were talking about just all of this. Daddy said, you know, sometimes I just feel like Todd is there. And understand that the two of them, unfortunately, did not have a very close relationship. And he said, yet sometimes I feel like he's just around? How would I know? And I've had other people ask me this too. So I think here are a couple of guidelines. If you're just going about your business and then all of a sudden for no apparent reason, you start thinking about somebody that you love or knew that crossed over, there's a good chance it's because they are present. So energetically you're perceiving that it's just your ego, your conscious mind that's going, "Uh uh-uh, nope, that can't be happening. But your subconscious or where whatever part of you is actually hearing that. So, you know, they might be just talking to you and, and there's a part of you that's hearing that or, you know, putting a hand on your shoulder. If you feel or you see a little shadow, you know, out of the corner of your eye, you think you see something moving, you turn around, but there's nothing there. Well, again, it often is there is somebody there and you, you just saw that shadow. So... What I said to my dad was, next time you feel this, just kind of take a breath and relax, kind of center in it. Now, 
not the same as if you're really, really missing them and you're really wanting them to be there and then you're like, oh, wait, no, I think they're here. Not saying that that could not be the case too. But right now I'm talking about just, they just kind of show up and catch you off guard. So I said, you know, rest into it and just say, you know, you can say it silently because they're using basically telepathy, right? Or you can say it out loud. It doesn't matter. And say, is that you? Are you here? I think I'm feeling you. And ask them to do something. You know, they might be able to flicker the lights or a candle is another one. If you have a candle in a, you know, don't set yourself up here. Put it someplace where there's not a breeze and watch the flame and make sure it's steady. But ask them to manipulate the flame because they can do that as well. I've asked for a million dollars. Is that why I'm not hearing anything? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I haven't. Honestly, you haven't witnessed that money appearing, but I will affirm with you that we will, that'll show up. That'd be great. Yeah. With my luck, it would be like an electronic problem at the bank and then they would figure it out. Hey, I can give them my PayPal email. (laughs) That's right. That would be nice, wouldn't it? That's electronic. It is. Yeah. So, uh, so I told my dad, think about, just think about Todd and ask, are you here? And just kind of wait and see what happens. But don't have any set expectations. Be open. Well, Daddy lived in a different state. And he was on his way to visit me and had a CB radio in his truck. And it was on, but it was turned down and there was no radio noise, no talk conversations or anything. Breaker, breaker, one nine. <laughs> that would be the one. <laughs> Got any of them Smokies up there? <laughs> <laughs> With the gumball machine? Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun stuff. Oh, so he was, daddy was driving and he felt Todd was there. And he said, he's telling me this when he got to my house. And he said, I don't know if I was making it up because I was on my way to see you. And I was thinking about these conversations or if he was legitimately there. But then I remembered what you said, ask him and be open. So I did. And I said out loud, Todd, are you really here? Is that you? And he said, I'll be danged. I am driving along the interstate. And that CB radio comes on with a very clear, yeah, it's me. And that's it. Wow. Nothing else. Now, he didn't identify it as Todd's voice, right? So, again, don't get, don't, don't get too picky here. <laughs> it is, you know, he didn't have the vocal cords. But he was able to communicate. And it was very clear through a radio that had not had, well, it had been radio silent for hours. And then here it was. So daddy literally had to, um, he jumped and he said, I was darn lucky I didn't go off in the ditch, but he did pull over (laughs) and let that soak in and, and, you know, let his heart catch up with him. But it's fun. It's very cool. They uh, be open to whatever it looks like. Well, you know, you mentioned your dad <laughs> driven that truck into the ditch. You know, it's like, breaker, breaker. Yeah, dad, it's me. Hi. <laughs> you know, it's like, I can imagine. But oh. when they show up and we're not used to, you know, again, the, the camp that I represent of the conversation here that's not used to this, it can be scary. You know, I would think maybe I'd like to reframe that and not be scary, but catch you off guard. And you know what? Sometimes it can catch me off guard, too, because you're simply not expecting it. And uh, the other thing, you know, about this is 
we are humans and we kind of like that thrill. So we watch scary movies, horror movies, ghost stories. I mean, what kids haven't done that? So once you have that seed planted there that this is scary and that it's going to be have a bad ending, then that is your first response. So don't first of all, don't watch those movies. It's all sensationalism. That's not what it's about. And then, you know, it's not fair to ask these people that love you to show up and give you a sign and then jump out of your wits when they do. And, you know, you're afraid, you're afraid and don't want to talk with them. So be prepared. You'd never be afraid of them in person, physically, in the physical world, when they were with us. Right. There's nothing to be afraid of from the non-physical. In fact, right. it's a more beautiful world. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> They're in a better place. They're in a lot better place. And even when they were physical, they might startle you, right? Somebody can walk into a room and sure, startle you. Sure. This is no different. So just be open to it and, and erase those memories of the horror movies where this is just going to be really bad. I guess in your stories, you don't, you're not surprised by this because you've seen it since you were three years old. Your kids see it. For those of us who don't, yeah, it would be a, it's, it's not in our reality. So therefore it's something that we have to try to figure out. Is it safe, right? Fight or flight, mm -hmm, right. croc brain. Is this safe? And because we don't know what it is and it's otherworldly, we don't know if it's safe or not. Is this demonic? Oh, yeah. Well, that's a whole different podcast probably. And let's just say no. We'll clarify that right now. No. And, you know, it. it like I said, it'll catch me off guard sometimes too. My saying for this when I see a spirit and oftentimes I'll, I will hear them or feel them or smell them or whatever, rather than actually seeing. But when I do, it looks, they're kind of translucent. And there are times, there was one time in, in particular where I was getting something out of the car and I saw someone standing behind me, saw the reflection in the car window. That did not bother me. I just assumed, I didn't look at them closely. Okay, so it's a spirit. Didn't think about it. It was no big deal. But I shut the car door and turned around and there was actually a person there. And, and I jumped and screamed. <laughs> like, you can be one place or the other. You can't be in both. So just embrace it. Be open for whatever because it's fun. It's just cool. And we would love to hear from you. You can get us at Majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. And until next time, namaste.